0: Hey everybody! Hi guys. Well, from the town that Germans would call Zaltseestadt it's thank God I'm atheist. <laughs> the podcast. I'm Frank, and I'm Dan. Coming
1: up on today's episode, we're going to ask ourselves: Are we angry ex Mormons? Yeah, it's been something that uh, we've
0: been thinking about. A little, little, bit. little introspection is required.
1: Yeah, because we've been uh, we've been harping on the Mormons.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll, 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 go. we'll get it. to it. We'll, we'll get to it. it. Yeah. But, but it's a, it's an interesting question and we better, we when, better clear the air. One that one we should definitely be asking ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We, we encourage
1: inward looking. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, because yeah, uh, you, I, have we ever talked about how Mormons, um, refer to the rest of humanity as Gentiles? <laughs> We may we may have mentioned it,
0: but it bears repeating
1: <laughs> because, oh, my God, what are they doing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, they, I mean, they're, Mormons think they, they're Jews. Yeah, they appropriate a lot of Jewish As a matter Jew- of fact, I, I have a
0: friend whose mother, she was raised Mormon. Her parents are both Mormon. Mm-hmm. Her mother has no Jewish heritage to speak of, okay. but looks like she could be Jewish. Okay. And kind of claims that she is sometimes. How does that work? I'm not really sure, but like every now and like literally when she when this woman when my friend goes to uh when she goes to like a, a new event with her family, like if she brings like if her boyfriend's meeting her family for the first time or whatever, uh huh she's concerned that her mother will claim to be Jewish. Oh wow. Yeah. Huh. Most Mormons don't take it to that extreme. Yeah, that's a
1: little much. <laughs> yeah, that that's a little that's a
0: little crazy. Um,
1: no, but, um, the, um, yeah, they, they definitely like to, uh, they're kind of use that term Gentiles. Did you know um, it made
0: it into the dictionary? There's like a, there's like a, you it's know, the second meaning, definition, definition number two, a non-Mormon <laughs> oh, to Mormons, God. a non-Mormon. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, we're going to be talking,
1: um, I have this story, um, Gentiles of the year 2012, which this is from the Jewish. The community did the you yeah the, this is from the 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 jta the jta um the jewish... which is the global news service of the jewish people is their little tagline yeah
0: which they don't use they we had to look around to figure out what jta stood for uh, well yeah <laughs> because well because it's got the word telegraph in it <laughs> and it's a website I, now i don't think that they're using yeah. telegraphs I if anymore. they actually
1: publish anything of course and
0: at&t it. stands for american telephone and telegraph
1: that's true too Yeah, or whatever but
0: anyways, um, so uh, JTA
1: has this, I th- I think it's, um, it's an interesting list. Um, to, to, it brings and up what some is interesting it? it's... issues. It's the Gentiles of the year. <laughs> so they're honoring those who've been sort of good to the Jewish community, mm. but who are not members of it. Gentile. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, the first person on the list um, is uh, Benjamin Millipede. Benjamin Millipede? Do you know who this is? No. Um, he married Natalie Portman, one of the most desirable Jewish women in Hollywood. Natalie Portman's Jewish? I didn't know that either. <laughs> wait. And so I'm taking this, wait, the
0: JTA at their word that she actually is. Go, hold on a minute. This guy gets a Gentile of the Year award for marrying a Jew? A famous
1: Jew, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or a famous
1: person who happens to be Jewish. Because right, right. I, Again, I didn't know that she was Jewish.
0: Yeah, I mean that's just that's crazy yeah. town
1: to me. He um he's um he was a co-star and uh, and dance coach, I guess choreographer at least, um on Black Swan with okay. Natalie Portman. Great. So they worked together, sure. And uh, I guess that's where they sort of their little romance got going. But um but yeah they they've got a kid. They just got married, and so yeah, 2012 gentile of the year mm. well done benjamin millipede
0: um, oh p.s she she totally is she's very jewy she's uh <laughs> i, I she know i've born. used
1: jewy as a term i don't know that we should be using. We probably it shouldn't
0: we probably shouldn't <laughs> it's just so charming when uh john stewart says it so yeah you know. yeah no but you're right we should've... jewish so i think yeah yeah, yeah. he's jewish like we're mormon is what happens well but anyways <clears throat> Yeah, her, she so was born. I can say that
1: somebody seems a little mormy. Mormy. Sure,
0: we can totally say that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um Natalie Herschlaug was her born was her given. Oh, name. really? She was born in Jerusalem. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. How about that?
1: Um Claire Danes makes the list. Oh. For um being on that show um <laughs> Homeland. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, honestly, because the second season, Dan, which we haven't gotten to. We started no, we've only
0: seen a f- couple episodes of the, of the first season. Yeah. I've seen most of the first
1: season, and I've stopped so that I can get everybody caught up because it's awesome. Yeah, we got to we got to get caught up. But we got to get going on it. I guess in the second season, um um it, it takes a, a large part of it is actually filmed in Israel.
0: Okay. And but so, that's all great, but like to give her credit for that rather than the writers or the producers or whatever i mean frankly as an actor i have to say i'm terrified of people giving credit to <laughs> actors for something that their character does because <laughs> then we all have to take responsibility for like yeah. like yeah i yeah. when people conflate an actor with their character i get really really itchy yeah yeah no oh, okay. i saw i once saw an interview with the guy who played do you remember the movie ghost from late eighties, early nineties. Ghost. Dim- yeah, with Demi, Demi- Moore and, and Whoopi and... Goldberg was in it. Right. Yeah. So the guy that played the asshole in that. Oh, he was an asshole. He was a great asshole. Like, he actually I thought it was a lovely turn as uh-huh. a as a super dick. He oh, like okay. invented yeah. the role. Yeah, yeah. Uh he he said people I saw an interview with him once and he said that for years afterwards, <laughs> people would yell at him in the street. <laughs> really as though he had done anything (laughs) well okay i mean granted like i said it's a tribute to how well he did in the role but oh my god why are you yelling at this poor actor yeah that's not cool people not cool yeah don't do that and don't give credit to someone for being like gentile of the year if she's just (laughs) playing gentile of the year on tv (laughs) honestly
1: (laughs) um Okay, well let's get to one that might actually not make you mad on those terms. Okay. <laughs> um there's um da, 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 da. so in this is a story I hadn't heard about. Um the um there was a far right Hungarian politician um in uh in Hungary. Okay. Which uh, is
0: the best place to find Hungarian
1: politicians. Yes, thank you. Um called um, for Jews to be screened as potential security risks. Oh, in hung- um, in Hungary? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a largely Islamic state, isn't it? Hungary? I don't think so. Or has a large Islamic population? Maybe. I don't think so. I think hmm. it's more
1: sort of orthodoxy. Mm, yeah, I think right, you, Eastern yeah. Orthodox. But anyways, um so the deputy speaker of the of uh, of Parliament, um Istvan Ujhely, mm-hmm. um led colleagues in wearing yellow stars uh during parliamentary sessions oh, wow. as a sign of solidarity with the Jewish uh community in Hungary. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, that's so nice.
1: he says that he doesn't have uh Jewish roots um but he he would be proud of it if it turned out that he did. Yeah. So that that's that's a gentile of the year. Yeah. That's a gentile. That of the that
0: I get. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Uh let's see. Also- yeah, you're right. It's not Hungary's not even remotely. Yeah. They're mostly Roman Catholic actually. Oh, really? Okay. According to the Wikipedia bit that I haven't actually read to make sure that that's what it is. <laughs> Well, well done. <laughs> oh babe. no, no, that's uh, that's 1867 to 1918. Oh, okay. I don't know what I'm. I'm I just yeah. Okay. I don't. Nonetheless, know. I don't know. I okay. just thought you know it's so near all of the stands and everything. I don't know. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Newt Gingrich made the list. Oh, for uh, taking a lot of money from Jewish casino mogul Sheldon Adelson or Adelson. Um, for taking, his well, no, 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 not that. I mean, and okay. then, okay, and then, um, sparking outrage, uh, by referring to the Palestinians as a quote, invented people. Um, oh, oh right. And, of course. Uh-huh, and then G- Gingrich though stood his ground <laughs> and, uh, saying he supported a negotiated peace, but the, the onus was on the
0: Palestinians Gentile uh, of the year. Yeah. Yep. What is it about? I mean, I get that that this history has been really, really rough. The whole Palestinian-Israeli history mm-hmm. has, has been difficult, but no one's reasonable about it. No, it, it's just it. No one, no one's. Yeah, yeah. The, the Jewish community always surprises me with how completely unwilling they are to see it from anyone else's point of view. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the American no. Jewish community. Is I know. What I'm saying. I know. It surprises me. It's yeah. you know have yeah. a little compassion.
1: Well, um, apparently, also uh, Stephen Harper, mm-hmm. Canadian Prime Minister, mm. has made the list. Oh, okay. Uh, for being um, an is Isra- uh, supporter of Israel. Yeah. Um. He um he's uh, shut down uh, Canada's embassy in Tehran. Uh, listed Iran as a state supporter of terrorism. Okay. Uh, personally pressured Palestinian Authority uh, President Mah- uh, Mahmoud Abbas right. uh, to drop the Palestinians' bid for statehood. He was unsuccessful.
0: Why um, uh. And, uh, yeah, yep, yep, yep.
1: So, so he's weird. there.
0: I really don't like that guy. By the way, I know you probably don't know anything about Harper.
1: I know a little bit about him, and I don't. Nothing that I've heard makes me want to like him. No, so. he's a
0: total d bag.
1: Um, yeah. And then there's some other I'm stuff. Sorry, wait, made the I, list. I, I'm
0: sorry, I was betraying my Canadian heritage when I said that. He's a total d bag, eh?
1: <laughs> Mohammed Morsi made the list. <laughs> okay, um, president of
0: um, um of Egypt, right? Um, right, yeah. I bet I bet that list doesn't always doesn't have that many Muhammads on it. Probably not. <laughs> um and uh Shaka Khan <laughs> made the list.
1: <laughs> okay. Um because Great. uh she agreed to uh pick up the slack after uh Stevie Wonder backed out of a commitment to perform at a benefit for the Israel Defense Force. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well hey. <laughs> you know uh and it does. It you know what it does? What? It makes us question what Stevie was up to. I don't know. You know, like there's some. I wonder about that.
2: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: damn. yeah. Well, there you go. That's <laughs> what you get.
1: <laughs> Gentiles of the year. Gentiles of the year. 2012. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Um... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> kind of whatever. Little thing. <laughs> I just happened upon it. I thought it was pretty awesome Bob Costas also is on the list
0: <laughs> okay um <clears throat> it's yeah, so I whatever I hope to make that list someday, yeah, we'll see yeah I don't. I don't think i'll Maybe. ever I don't think I'll ever make the list I'll nominate you next year cool yeah I'll although
1: nominate- I'm not i I don't think i I guess you probably might have to be Jewish in order no no
0: no, no your last name's Feldman did you you can totally get away with it I probably could just by <laughs> they'll if just, I just assume played play dumb they'll just assume like everybody that if you have the last name feldman you're, yeah that you're jewish yeah anyway yeah well i i want to talk about catholics okay specifically i want to talk about uh catholic schools oh? which um apparently are having trouble keeping their their teachers well they pay them horribly don't, don't they yeah uh, apparently uh in the 2010 2011 school year uh, the average teacher salary in the U.S. was $56,000. Uh, according to the National Center for Education Statistics, the average salary for a Catholic school teacher was $43,000. Wow. wow. And, uh, and just 31000 for first-time teachers.
1: Wow. Well, I know here in town, uh, Judge Memorial, the teachers are typically they teach there so they can get their kid through Catholic oh. school for cheap or free. <laughs>
0: It's a good education. Like, yeah. like Judge is a good high school. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And, uh, and there you go. So here's the solution that they've oh? come up with. Okay. A new program, um, that, like, that is run out of a few different colleges. And, 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 uh, I guess, I don't know, there, at least one of them is run out of the, is administered by the University of Dayton, mm-hmm. um, which, Uh, This article focuses on this woman um, who is part of this group. Basically, they just they kind of make a a nunnery Uh, not really a nunnery, but it's a dormitory style thing. She has all she has roommates that are all teachers. (laughs) Okay. so they just sort of pile them in together and they cook for each other and they clean with each other and they just sort of uh, stick together. Okay, that's the big program, but apparently
1: it's working. Communal, community teachers living quarters. Yeah,
0: yep, that's about it. That's the solution.
1: (laughs) That's a terrible solution. Yeah,
0: I think it's awful. It's, I mean, to me, it's, it's just, it's like camp. Pay them more. They can't. So it's like, here's how to live thriftily have a family of other teachers and the way that they the way that they're they're talking about it is well they can compare notes when they get home from school they can you know they can commune with each other on on the difficulties of being a teacher but to me it just sounds dumb to me it's like stay in college your whole life sounds
1: awful yeah i i mean they're obviously only proposing this for the younger teachers yeah, I, mean, I think that's what it is. Old, teachers who are a little bit older are going to have families, and I mean, they're not. This isn't going to work,
0: right? It's just until you get a husband that can pay for everything, <laughs> until you find that rich husband, well, or, or whatever, or well. at least someone who can supplement your income. But yeah, I just thought that was a. Uh, I, I worry uh, the state of of religious education in our country <laughs> is faltering. <laughs> I'm worried. Oof. Oh, you should be worried. Yeah. Well, what, what, whatever will they do? Well, I'll tell you what they should do. Everybody what? just needs to be homeschooling all of their kids.
1: You know, it would solve a lot of problems <laughs> um, if, if, if we just shuttered the schools and uh, and had parents
0: right. teach their own yeah. kids because because they'll be totally responsible about teaching them. Oh, yeah. They'll expose them to different
1: thing different you know <laughs> world views and you know they'll they'll yeah. definitely make sure that they broaden their horizons sure everybody will get things a, that a, they a don't really
0: know a really know about fast yeah uh you know swath of opinion and uh, mm-hmm. you know yeah. they'll they'll different really learn the critical and
1: thinking and yeah they'll learn to get along with others of different backgrounds really well oh, my oh God. it
0: sounds like a Although I do have Absolutely to say awesome idea. the new the new homeschooling trend is all the homeschooling mothers taking their kids out on field trips with the other homeschools. Yeah, yeah. Like I've they, heard about they that. do a lot of like trying to interact with other kids. Yeah. Trying to sort of simulate real school. Well they've
1: recognized that one of the problems is socialization. But I, they want I them to be socializing it. with the kids that like they're all just weird kids at this
0: point. Yeah. Which is fine. I have nothing wrong, no problem with weird. But... Okay, they're weird Christian kids.
1: Well, and it gets it gets because really let's face it, weird. most of the people who who pull their kids out are like um, really conservative Christians.
2: Yeah,
0: um, and uh, I think there are some that pull this off brilliantly. The homeschooling thing.
1: There I don't aren't... think so.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I'm fairly convinced it 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 rarely, if ever, works. Well, you know, a lot of kids come out with uh, I don't know. They win those spelling bees, I'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, yeah, yeah,
1: okay. have you ever They're seen the, a, have you ever seen education and uh, spelling
0: Have you ever seen the video yeah. of the girl who won this the national spelling bee like oh it was a while ago, it was years ago, but shes when she realized that she knew how to spell the word that was gonna win it for mm-hmm. her, she screamed every letter like screamed was
1: that in um the the spellbound Uh uh-uh it wasn't Uh uh-uh i saw the clip
0: it was it was but it was really it was a a minorly alarming it was just (laughs) why are you screaming because she knew well yeah but it wasn't just excited it was like it wasn't just like "Ah, b it was like
1: "Ah!" well she She was the one who, like, didn't win in Spellbound, right? The really freaky girl. I don't know. Wasn't there a really weird girl in in Spellbound? Have you guys all seen... You guys should
0: all, by the way, see the The great documentary Spellbound. It's one of the more delightful documentaries out there.
3: Anyway.
1: Anywho. Well, talking about um, Catholics. Yeah. um, Their capital... Vatican in
0: the middle uh, of Rome. In, I was going to say Rome, Rome, but it's not Rome. It's, it's not. Surrounded it's surrounded by Rome. It's
1: one of the hills of yeah. Rome. Yeah. The Vatican. Um yeah, they um there's been a standoff of sorts. Uh-oh. Um well, actually we talked about this I think last year how the Vatican had hit this like list of potential um money, like landers. money landers, yes, right? I remember that. Well, they haven't fixed that issue. Oh dear. And it's come to a head. Uh, to the point that uh the Vatican has actually um the the well actually it's Deutsche Bank has has had the um the 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 contract I guess to have to to furnish all of the um the credit card machines sure for the Vatican great and uh but Italy which is the 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 National Bank of Italy. Sure. Um, has, who oversees operations, I guess, that the, the, they were connecting into. Yeah. Right? Has disconnected that connection. <laughs> so they can no longer uh, tape uh, credit cards when you need to go see, when you're going into the Vatican Museum. So you can't go see the Sistine Chapel unless what? you have cash. Oh my gosh. Um, you can't pay for... I mean, because it's a big deal to go to like the Vatican uh post office. Oh, um I
0: know that you used to go
1: there to mail stuff. Well it's kinda of, I mean, it's right there off of Saint Peter's Square and uh you you get like your postcard for, from the Vatican mm. and then you get a Vatican uh post. Post oh postmark. Um well you actually get a stamp. Yeah. You buy their stamp and then oh. and then of course they post it right. because you drop it into one of their boxes. Right. And it's kind of it's just a touristy thing to do and whatever. Sure, uh, they can't run your credit card, so it's all cash now. <laughs> you have to do only, only, only
0: cash. at and what, what about all those nice uh, gift shop purchases that we all want to make?
1: Well, you know what, I if, mean, I wanna, I guess what they,
0: if I want a what if I want a print of of god touching man's you're probably preacher. gonna have to leave the vatican and hit one of the stores <laughs> one
1: of the many 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 stores that surrounds the vatican right across the street that that's actually in italy
0: that's that's funny yeah. that's that's draining revenue right there oh yeah I'm so sure. w- what are they planning on doing I, what, now wait why did they cut it off because, Just because they're, they're still not, sketchy they
1: do they own they meet only like nine of the 16 core um standards or something like that is this is and this so, like a uh,
0: a, a visibility not a visibility a, a transparency issue? There, there's some
1: transparency issues, um, and so basically, um, what has happened is that because the European Commission um, is unable to really get in there and, and and really look around at the Vatican's monetary practices because their practices aren't sound enough. For somebody to actually be able to see where the money's flowing, hmm. it is possible however unlikely this might be that they um, are could be funding uh, international terrorism. they don't know they cannot say <laughs> that they are not um, also the issue of money launder laundering has continued to come up that you know what are their financial practices mm. um, and so they're actually they so um so what they're going to do. <laughs> is they're probably going to have to find a nation outside of europe from what i understand from the story some country somewhere who's willing to let them operate as a bank under their sort of umbrella or something because they don't have they don't have the financial institutional they they don't want to be a financial institution they just want to have a bank and they want to have their their own uh, yeah. um, their you know credit card machines that work and, but otherwise, they're not looking to have like um, a banking industry, right? right? That's not what they're looking to do. Yeah. So they're going to have to find some country that's going to let them tap in. Yeah. And they'll find someone. There'll be some North African oh. country or somebody. Psh- sure. Who who's just like yeah I'm sure some <laughs> Kenya yeah somewhere yeah. not North Africa but you know what I mean just Nigeria s- somewhere somebody's going to be like yeah sure yeah in this day and age they'll find some way to do it I'm sure but.
0: That but is Deutsche, funny, they won't
1: be able to have a european bank um running it for'cause because they're never
0: going to be more open
1: yeah i don't i to be honest i don't fully understand what the issue mm. is beyond the basic explanation of they're not meeting the standards right um and 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 again is it transparency you know in mm. in in a willingness to be transparent or it, it, are they unwilling to be transparent or are they unwilling to adopt the standards? Yeah. I don't you know. know. If they don't see it as a priority, then they're just not going to do it. But anyways, I just think it's funny that, you know, that this big ass church can't get their shit together yeah. monetarily. Yeah.
0: The biggest ass church, like with a centralized church gobs of money. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they, they
1: probably can't keep track of it the money probably flows in and flows out and that's probably the issue is they've <laughs> never been able to implement good internationally recognized accounting practices yeah well you'd think now that they've got yeah but they have mind. the money to pay someone if they wanted to yeah they just uh, they don't pay their teachers <laughs> it's a good question who knows sell some relics pay some teachers <laughs> <laughs> come on they could sell some relics they, I, oh sure they've got i mean i couldn't afford it enough. but i if i could i would want you know, St. Thomas's finger.
0: Why not? I've got St. Francis's elbow. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, I, this story I wanted to bring up, and I'm not sure why I wanted to bring this up. It just hit me so hard that I wanted to talk about it okay. together. Um, This one, it's a bit of a rough one. I don't know. Have you heard of the... Of, the case of Cassidy Goodson. No. She's a 14-year-old she's a girl uh, okay. in, I think, Florida. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Lakeland, Florida. She got pregnant, and she didn't want to tell anybody about it, and she just sort of hit it with whatever, baggy clothes or whatever. She, okay. She wouldn't tell anyone about it, and she gave birth. She ended up giving birth to it like on a bathroom floor. Oh. She would not tell anybody about it. Okay. And I mean, okay. Fo- followed it all the way through, but did but still like was terrified to say anything, so she strangled it. And oh, and and killed God. It. Correct. Oh god is correct. Right. Yeah. So, oh, that's horrifying. She was it was discovered and she was then charged with murder. Uh. And she was charged originally uh, as an ad- they decided to charge her as an adult, at fourteen, at fourteen years old. And uh, and first wow. first degree murder was the initial charge.
1: Oh my god!
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I'm oh, so uh, is Florida, Florida a, a death penalty state? I'm assuming it would be. Yeah,
0: it is. Is she facing it? Not anymore. Oh, what happened? Well, so she she pled out, and they finally knocked it down to manslaughter, and she'll get eighteen months. Oh God! But I mean, but, but in the adult <clears throat> system, uh, I believe so. Actually, actually. that's the that's the... the the reason that I wanted to bring this up, and I I think the thing that we're that that I'm trying to sort of wrap my head around with this mm-hmm. is that there's. A sense in this of if she had felt safe to talk about it, Mm -hmm. if she had felt safe to abort it, if she had felt safe to do any number of things, none of this would have happened. Yeah, If her parents had been more open and forthcoming with her, maybe, maybe. And who knows? But the idea, but to me, this reeks of... Repression of of religious repression. Right. I don't know. I wasn't there. Right. But to me, what I smell off of this, and even if it's not the case in this case, it's the case in millions of cases across the country. Do we know? Do we know her
1: religious background? Is I, that mm-mm. spelled out at all? What about? Um,
2: hmm. I've
0: got you know I any sense of like socioeconomic or anything like that. Uh. You know. I. The thing in cases where <clears throat> it's about a child, you there's don't so get, little. You, they, yeah. don't, they don't give you much. Um, uh-huh. I just... And so, uh, so I don't claim to know ab- that about this case. But they were trying her as an adult. Yeah. I, I think and that's crazy. And her name is out. Well, yeah, I did, but I... Well, I, the long and short is I don't know. Oh, okay.
1: <clears throat> I'm just grilling you.
0: Yeah. Well, but, but yeah, I mean, here's do, what I'm you, saying. I think you go to the right place,
1: which is, you know, that there's that we live in a country where over 50% of the people now believe that abortion is, is
0: murder, is murder. And that's, I think this is the trouble. Like, so she has to wait until she actually births the child to commit murder, real murder. Yeah. And the other thing, I, I mean, I guess uh, there's so many questions that come up with this and it's really, really tricky. But first of all, how can you blame a 14 year old? I mean, a fourteen? Uh, how can you try a fourteen-year-old for this crime as an adult? Well, you, she clearly she clearly doesn't have adult capacity, right? Which is why they,
1: which is why they pled it down,
0: right? Everything. Eventually, that's what happened. But but the initial response of the state was to try her as an adult. See, I
1: I think that I I hate the whole trying as an adult thing. Yeah. I really, really, really do because because she's not <sighs> there. It, it doesn't matter i mean a, a 14 year old is still developing i mean they're 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 it's they're mm. still emotionally and mentally and and you know just in i don't even know what to say about it to be honest but but they're just not they're not adults and no. to try them as such is having worked with teenagers i mean it it's amazing how much they can present sort of adult like mannerisms. Yeah. And so it it is really easy to get sucked in and believe that they are basically adults. And I'm talking about good kids here too, right? right. And 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 so it's like it, it's really easy to kind of get duped in and then something will happen and it it's just like ah, oh, shit. I am I am dealing with a 16-year-old. Right. I kind of forgot that for a minute because yep. i have great conversations with this kid mm. we you know we share a lot of similar interests sure. and so we're able to like really connect as as human beings but then they'll do some boneheaded
0: teenage thing and you're just like
1: okay uh, i'm working with teenagers right
0: and, and I, so and, and you know th- i think part of this deal is no no one who's able to act autonomously who's able to act as an adult, mm-hmm. would have taken this course of action.
1: Exactly. There are yeah.
0: thirty hundred thousand other courses of action to yeah. take. Yeah. As an adult, there and are an hard adult choices. Who
1: does take that those actions should be tried for murder? Absolutely. But Absolutely. A, but a
0: child but, but an, who, who doesn't have control of their own life. Right. This child is under the thumb of a parent who clearly mm-hmm. the parent. You know, they see far fewer whether, whether it's, options. Whether in it's life. true or not, they, this child felt that her parents would have responded so badly mm-hmm. that she would rather the, and she doesn't have the me, the mental capability of seeing beyond that. Right. She's terrified of the parents reaction,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which, which is so teenage. And I remember those feelings. Oh, I remember yeah. feeling oh, yeah. like, Oh my God, what if my parents ex? And now I look back and I'm like, well, Oh, my response was silly. That's <laughs> right. stupid. <laughs> right. But I'll tell you what you look at the comments On some of these articles, oh my! I don't. I wouldn't even want to. Literally, a a comment. This this disgusts me. This being a reference to her reduced sentence. Yeah, she should have gotten life in prison. Her baby didn't get a second chance. Another one. If she's old enough to have a baby, then if she's old enough to have a baby that age, she's old enough to serve life in prison. God. Murder is murder, no matter what age you are, no matter what your age is. You kill someone, you do life. That is, this this is shown. An, uh, okay, these people can't write. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> but the truth, but I mean, here's the, here's the thing: we have lost. You have lost your sense of direction. If you can't go specific, you you know, go 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 case by case. Yeah. On this, you yeah. have. And these people all clearly—I mean, the 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 abortion argument in our country mm-hmm. has turned into either it's black and white. You either, if you're on one side, then it's a woman's rights issue, mm-hmm. and if you're on another side, it is a murder issue. Right. And if you're on Those, and and if you're on the murder side of it, you have beaten it into your yourself and others. Yeah. That it's the most horrible, 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 horrible thing happening in the United States of America right now. The words Mm -hmm. Holocaust come up all the time in the abortion debate. And Mm -hmm. frankly, I think it just conditions people that if they hear of a baby dying, Mm -hmm. it's just like, throw the book at him, kill him, send him away forever. Yeah. And, you know, that's just not, that's just not reasonable. It's not a reasonable position to take with a 14-year-old girl.
1: Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I it just struck, it just hit me so hard. I just kind of needed to talk about it. Walk through it with you.
1: Okay. <sighs> well, you got something? Yeah. Um I don't know if I want to do it after that, though. <laughs> God damn. Um yeah, uh let's see. We have uh this is coming to us from the New York Times. Hmm. Um it's a story about the, um, about the, sort of the, the, the basis, um, I guess, background, what's the thing that I'm looking for? Of, uh, Superman. Oh. Um, uh, sort of the, um, you know, how did, how did the, um, you know, what, uh, Joe Schuster sort of, who's one of the co-creators of, oh. of, um, of Superman really get going with it, who he created with Jerry S- Siegel. Okay. Um, and, um. Uh, they, um, I guess Joe Schuster, um, met him personally on the street. Met Superman? He met a guy uh-huh. who was like, that's him. <laughs> it's Superman. <laughs> look at that square jaw. Right. <laughs> and, um, and, and you can see this is actually, um, a sketch. Oh, um, this is a portrait of the guy that he did. He does look very Superman. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness gracious, what a specimen. Twenty-four years old. Handsome devil. Walking around looking like that. Oh my god. Very serious. Uh very serious, mm-hmm. square jawed individual, all American. Mm-hmm. Um a I, Jew. A Jew. A Jew. Okay. And so and but so were uh Siegel and Schuster. Okay. So they were both Jewish. And um and they um and if if you they've kind of been revealing um that um or I guess they. Which one's still alive? I heard one of them on uh, Terry Gross not too long ago. Hmm. Uh, but anyways, um, they. Um, what what is it? Um, oh, sort of the uh, the biblical story of the baby Moses, right? Um, being oh. delivered to the Pharaoh da- daughter. Oh sure. Um, in 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 a basket, right? That was going floating down the river. Right. And so they're they're saying that they took that. As inspiration for this baby <laughs> arriving from uh, from whatever planet, from the planet Krypton, Krypton—that's the
0: one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and do you, uh, his... don't you remember the original Superman movie with uh, where where Jarrell, his father, was mm-hmm. played by Marlon Brando? Yeah.
1: Do you remember, or do you know what Superman's Kryptonian name is?
0: Ah, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can do this. <laughs> I remember. I. I, Jarell, I got his dad's name. Yeah, you did. You you pulled that. And I'm remembering the voice of Marlon Brando talking in the t- the the yeah the, the, the on the planet. And well, no, but oh, I'm, in the Temple of Solitude. The, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. When he's when he's doing the crystal thing, Fortress of Solitude. Fortress of Solitude, and he's got the crystals, and he says something. My son, he says. Kalel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Which sounds like
1: the Hebrew for voice or vessel of
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've we, So, we've got our 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 Jewish version of Battlestar Galactica.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but in this case, um yeah, it's Superman. Or should yeah. I say Superman?
0: Su- <laughs> Hello, my name is Roger Superman. <laughs> Clark Superman. Clark, yeah. <laughs>
1: oh my god superman superman Uh Uh uh-huh um but yeah um apparently there is a um a show of a lot of uh early superman stuff memorabilia what have you that's taking place in new york at a it's a like a jewish um community center or something like that and um and at least that's what I remember from the article. I might be completely... But it was definitely a Jewish um, something or other. And so it's so like a it's, show of... It's a show, and they're really exploring the Jewish roots of Superman. Oh. Like, like they're actually, like, saying, oh, there's this, there's this, there's this. The idea of, I guess, being, like, an outsider. Um, sure. And all of that kind of stuff. Interesting. Uh, like uh, I, I remember the thing on Terry Gross and it was it was really quite fascinating. Huh. And, 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 it, was in, and it was and it was intentional. Like, oh, no, is... It was intentional on oh, the Oh yeah, of the they, they were uh, she was talking to I think she was talking to um Joe Schuster. I can't remember which one of the two is is I think only one of them still alive. Mm. Um which goodness gracious, he'd have to be ancient at this point. Yeah. Um but anyways, Well, there you go. Yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Well, yeah. Or maybe it was somebody who was just exploring it. Maybe they're both dead. I don't know. I'm not a real comic book guy. Like (laughs) I don't, I don't know that a lot of this crap. Um, but um, but I did find it really, really, really interesting. Just sort of the fact that such a such an iconic all American figure um, was created with very, very specific Jewish
0: roots. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, I I think it's and there I you mean, go. You know, whatever. I think <laughs> that's fascinating though. Yeah. Uh, you you don't I, I don't know. I I love it. Good yeah. go go Jewish. I, I he's my least favorite comic book hero. Oh really? I I find him I think he's the least relevant of the comic book heroes mm. uh to today cuz right now at this point we don't like he, I mean he's he's a god. Mm. yeah what are you gonna do with a guy who has no invulnerabilities except a rock that you can't get on this planet right i don't even know how they continued that comic book series because to me it's just like oh no more bullets darn you know it's like what are you up against yeah well yeah only only two he's up against humanity
1: in a way right like struggling with fitting in and so here he loves a woman and Yet he's not able to, you know, yeah. ever be he, with her. Yeah, but the know? whole
0: point of Superman is that he's fighting crime. Well, and, that's, that's part of and it. And but... he's invulnerable. Yeah. He's completely invulnerable. Yeah. We we let, I, You know, we need our Batman. We need our guys who are, like, who can be shot and killed. And we know that. Mm-hmm. Who's, who are risking something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're saying that he, his his journey is an emotional journey. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They got new they got that Man it's an, of Steel one coming out. It's an, it's an exploration
1: out, so. of humanity from an outsider's perspective, right? Like yeah, I guess. somebody trying to to be a part but who can't, you know, for obvious reasons. It's an alien. and yeah. There should be there I should mean,
0: be an X-Files Superman meeting. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Mulder and Scully. <laughs> <sighs> find out that, that i mean superman's an alien right that's all yeah. i'm going, yeah. that's all uh, I'm going okay. for okay okay i see what you're saying hmm. all right anyway um there's news from texas oh boy uh really yeah that's never a good way to start <laughs> <laughs> well i gotta say uh there was a terrifying email that was going around um mm? in the dallas area school board mm. that said uh, it was titled Irving ISD, which I guess is something... Independent School District. Probably. Yes. Indoctrinating Islam. Ooh. It warned Christians are going to have to stand up against the pro-Islamic teaching in our public schools... Oh, boy. ...with the C- C-Scope curriculum. Uh- C-Scope uh-oh. is a non-profit offshoot of the Texas uh, Education Service Centers. Okay. Well, that's terrifying. That is. What if... There's a Muslim bias. What is
1: going on in Irving?
0: I know it's terrifying. So, they did the right thing and they they did a study. Oh, okay. To Good. Uh, to they they to suss out the uh, cool. They didn't just the Muslim bias. Okay. In the schools, um, unfortunately, what they found was that Christianity was the was getting a bias. <laughs> Surprised. <laughs> so are they going to do anything about it? No, of course they're not oh, going to do anything come about on. that. No, yeah. Among the findings were that Christianity got... They revealed their own bias. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. (laughs) Among the findings, Christianity got twice as much attention in the curriculum as any other religion. Mm. Islam was a distant second. Mm. Um, The Red Crescent and the Boston Tea Party reference mentioned in the email, apparently there was like this whole thing, uh, (sighs) were nowhere in the curriculum, although Mm. they may have been in the past. And if there was any Islamic bias in C scope, it was quote bias against radical Islam
1: Wow
0: obviously that's not a surprise to any thinking no. human no but but uh apparently they were blindsided by this <laughs> <laughs> uh, or maybe they yet, just may, maybe just, nothing will be done of it no because they they because frankly <laughs> they're I, like oh thank god <laughs> right exactly no i'm sure they're still outraged i'm sure a mention of islam in any oh, positive is light too much? was probably too much for them
1: good god
0: i mean honestly honestly i'm sure that they're they're pleased by the result that uh if there was any any islamic bias it was against radical islam i'm yeah. sure that they were pleased by that yeah but they don't believe it i don't know i'm sure that they don't believe it i'm sure they're like no now now we have to question the study. Yeah. Now we have
1: to yeah.
0: Their methodology was wrong. They were asking the wrong questions. No, there's they're under the thumb of the Islamists. <gasps>
1: it's a grand
0: conspiracy. It is a conspiracy. Oh my god. I'm pulling my kids out that's of terrible. Texas schools. Yeah, as you should. Yeah, I'm going to home them right. Yeah. God done it. Yeah. That's the that's the entire argument. <laughs> you should just read a book called God done it. Hey, right, exactly. <laughs> Want to know about magnets? It's god done it it's it's a history book it's a science book (laughs) it's it's everything it's everything yeah you want to know about the american constitution god done it
4: (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah
0: all right oh texas texas is fun
1: (laughs) all right uh facebook.com slash tgi atheist you can go there and like us yeah follow us yeah we like
0: that Uh, You can email us, and we we sure do appreciate your feedback, at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com.
1: And, of course, you can leave us a voicemail. Get out your pen and paper. (laughs) 424-666-8442. Right. Uh,
0: And just so you know, um, just to be clear, because I've heard, because this has happened a few times, it's Mm. just thank God I'm atheist, not thank God I'm an atheist.
1: Oh, right. Okay. So... I just want to be typing,
0: thank God I'm an atheist. You're not going to, you may find something else. Oh, okay. So thank God I'm atheist. com. That's the name of the show.
1: All right, cool. All right, so uh, let's take a quick break. We're going to listen to Franklin Graham. Um, on, I don't even know what he's on, to be honest, but it's just him. He's on the phone on a show, but this little snippet of him is really quite awesome. And Franklin Graham is the son of Billy Graham, right?
0: He and, took, he took over his daddy's ministry. Yeah. So here we go.
3: The violence that we see now on TV and what we hear in music, and it's so graphic, uh, the, the arcades where you can go to a video arcade. And uh, they're murder simulators, and you can sit there and you can have a, a an electronic gun in your hand, and you can point that at a at a at a video character and pull the trigger, and you can see the bullet impact their flesh and bloods fly and body parts fly off, and and people are laughing and thinking this is fun. We we are desynthesized. Yes. It, it's, uh, and we are doing this as a nation, and we're doing it under the auspices of free speech. And we're going to just destroy ourselves as a nation. We need to turn to God. And the, these politicians in Washington, we've taken God out of our school, we've taken him out of our government, and, and now we seem shocked uh, at all these things. Why are we shocked? We shouldn't right. be shocked. That's right. Uh, th- this is what happens when a society turns its back on God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, desynthesized. Mm, well, there's that. We're all being desynthesized. <sighs> that, I, oh, I don't think that's the
1: word he was looking for. I prefer it when I'm sensi- synthesized.
0: <laughs> yes, one it's likes much better. One likes to be synthesized. Mm. I, uh, uh this guy, this guy. This is what happens when you know, we turn our backs on God. Yeah, you know right? it's so funny. Here's an interesting point. Um, as someone who has studied theater. Hmm. And at the purpose of theater and the purpose of drama and the history of it. Okay. I know that one of the reasons that we have art in general, one of the reasons that we have any kind of art is for some sort of catharsis, some sort of, uh, it, it's a way for us to explore subject matter that we don't have another way of exploring. Okay. Um, you know, that we don't, cause not everybody wants to just get all very intellectual about things. We need to explore things emotionally too. Right. So when he talks about the violent video games or the violence of that, I think he's right that some of it gets a little too graphic, Mm -hmm. but I'll tell you what, it's no more graphic than what they used, than like in Shakespeare's day, they had what they called bear baiting, Mm. which is when they would sick dogs on a chained up bear and see who wins and everybody would watch. Right. They have, you know, you go back to gladiator times, oh, yeah. surely oh, that entertainment worse is than worse than p- pretend shooting on a on yeah. a computer screen. Yeah. But I guess my point here is that the violence of entertainment mm-hmm. has always been there. Right. And it's purposeful and it's needed.
1: Well, and we can there is, you know, the, there are countries throughout the world that are have similar, you know, levels of violence in their in their media. But the one that we can really look to is Japan. Mm and uh, because they are um you know i mean manga is is terribly violent anime is violent Mm -hmm. um or at least parts of it are um and uh they have violent films the ring was based off of a japanese film right um so i mean they 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 have they have it's just a big part Mm -hmm. of of what's available in japan as far as entertainment um and uh they don't have anything close to the violence no. um, per capita that we see in this country. Like it's not even in the ballpark, right? And so, well, they also have a really intense gun control law. Well, exactly. But you can't look at, um, at 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 violence specifically and say that that is the root cause. You mean violence of en- violence in, in entertainment, right? And say that that's the root cause. You, and, have and, at, and you, so you, you have to look at it. Plus, you can't what's just different. say it
0: and not have any data to back you up. Right. You can't just throw it out there as, well, obviously there's too much violence in our media. Well, right. Because you're just guessing. Right. All you're doing is throwing out something that seems like it, it correlates, but you don't have any reason to believe that other than just it makes sense in your brain. Right. But we as humans need a way to process horrific I- thoughts, horrific ideas, horrific. Mm. You know, horrific things happen in the world, and we need a way to process it. And that's where art comes in. And sometimes artists will paint something horrible. Mm -hmm. They will, you know, they'll give, the the, they need to explore graphic, horrible imagery.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, to be honest, that's where religion comes in.
0: Well, yeah. Because
1: there's, I mean, I'm being kind of cheeky here, but, I mean, horrible representations of, of, of Christ on the cross. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's. Let's face it folks, the evangelicals um I mean you go to like these these bible um park things where they'll have like recreations of the the crucifixion and whatnot. Right. I mean we're talking about something that's graphic and horrifying. A graphic murder. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they 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 celebrate it as part of their religious observance. Absolutely. You know I so so yeah to look to the media i think is uh i don't i don't disagree that it it might have some impact and you know on on well, a, on weaker minds who knows some what people it does. might yeah so i i don't i i'd love to see data on it frankly yeah. I, don't, I don't but i know i mean i've watched
1: i mean i i don't watch tons of really violent stuff but i've watched tarantino films and um you haven't shot anybody i've never i mean i'm probably I mean, I'm super pacifist.
0: Yeah, you know? I, I mean, uh, in fairness, again, we don't know we we know how that violence affects our brain. Exactly. We yeah. don't know how it affects a cracked brain. Well,
1: apparently, for Franklin Graham, it's made him want to kill people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I mean, like I mean, if that's the conclusion that he's jumping to, is that yeah. you know? I mean, I don't know, but, but it, I think you're you're also right just about sort of the 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 history of of a violent entertainment and just the fact that humans are human beings are violent. Yeah. You know, we've been working on trying to like root this out of our society. Um, you know, we've talked about violence against kids in the form of spanking and whatnot. And mm-hmm. we've done a really good job of making that a taboo, but, um, you know, it's, it's still out there. It's big. And whenever, mm-hmm. whenever humanity seems to be unchecked by the rule of law, It just seems like violence takes over.
0: Yeah. It's who knows. This is a, this is, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that this is a much more complicated issue than people on either side of it want to make it. Mm. And especially the religious who want to make it purely about if we were praying more, this wouldn't have happened. Right, And I think, I think we need to be honest. We need to be more honest in the arguments we need yeah. to be more clear i there was a really fascinating article by uh by sam harris actually mm-hmm. um on his blog if you want to go to samharris.org and, and find it it's it's titled the riddle of the gun mm. um and he he actually talks on both sides of 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 the gun control issue and sort of takes both sides to task for not being honest about it mm you know that he takes the gun control people to task because you know whatever arguments they we have against them but he also takes the uh the he, well, oh no the gun control people he takes to task because in for a lot of reasons but like for instance he talks about how in a in a dark theater mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't have been a good idea for somebody else to be shooting
1: no absolutely not
0: but in a school a trained armed guard could have prevented that or could have stopped it sure it's possible and we need to be honest about that someone who is who is a trained armed unit guard as much as we want to say the solution is not to put armed people as much as we bleeding heart liberals want to say that the solution is not to put armed guards into every school if someone had been armed and present and had heard gun gunfire they may have been able to, to to save some lives. To save some lives, and we need to be honest about that. It's 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 about being honest so that we so that the solution is the real solution. Hmm. So I it, I I think everyone should read Sam's article. It, that that's a, a truly um, he's a guy who who he's he's a guy who generally I, I don't agree with everything he thinks and hmm. writes, but he, at very least he's willing to challenge himself and to challenge hmm. and, and, and to try to get at something very real
1: hmm well so, all right
0: there you go yeah all right so we we have some uh voicemails we do and, have voicemails and stuff oh we have some emails too should we do emails first let's do emails first okay let me uh just look here we've got one from uh mara oh <laughs> who's my mom oh <laughs> but this time she didn't write to me she wrote to the podcast okay so, so it's us. There you go. Okay. She she, says, she talks about it. You know, uh, she's talking about, uh, in, you know, she's Canadian. She lives in Canada. Um, and she says, on this sunny Canadian New Year's Day, I listened to yesterday's podcast uh, while I most appropriately dismantled the Christmas tree trimmings, Christmas cards, wreath and all. And what she's talking about is that she has a a lodger. She has some mm. she has a couple of guys that live uh in, that, that rent out space from in her home mm. in okay. her basement. Okay. And uh one of them is of Muslim descent. Okay. And he has a daughter. The mother is now uh they're 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 not together anymore. Oh, okay. And so the mother has, has most of the custody of the daughter. Um but, you know, she comes over all the time. And so and so my mother has become grandma Mora to, oh, to cute. her. Okay. Which is really sweet. Yeah. Um, but apparently her mom has been really go saying, you know, really pushing her that Christianity is bad and that Islam is good and mm-hmm. so <clears throat> her mother was saying told her that uh yeah, Santa Claus is bad, Eid is good, Eid being the, the Muslim mm-hmm. celebration. Right. Um apparently Sumeya, the the little girl uh when she was visiting at grandma Mora's house came up with the idea of Christmas Eid oh that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> As a way of maybe uh maybe sort of that's cute. combining the two things anyway it's it's you know it's one of those things where it's an interesting moment mm. in 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 a pluralistic society. her mother is from Africa mm. um not. Let's see. The father's from Zambia. The mother... I don't remember where... I think she's Somali. Oh, okay. And... Uh, but, it, it, you know... Well, this is the, This is the the thing where... The that,
1: that struck me, and maybe I... I mean, I, I, I just read it the one time, mm. um, was just sort of the the idea that you're... It sounded like your mom wasn't going to make a big to-do... No, ...of no. Christmas at all with the decorations and whatnot. But because oh. she wanted to expose this child to something that was a little bit different... Right. She... Went out of her way to 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 kind of set up Christmas. In yeah, house, they played with the little village. It Seems everything. really
0: sweet. It does seem really sweet. I, I, and is it, subversive. Is it a little? It's a it's a little. <laughs> Your mom's being a little subversive. It is a little subversive. I'm not sure that that's. Uh, I'm not sure that the mother would appreciate that. Probably not at all. <laughs> But I like that she did it. I don't know. It's, I, I Cause kids need to be exposed to things that I are think, different. I think kids need to. I think exposure is always is is a good thing. Yeah, exposure. Uh, you know, gentle exposure. Yeah, she's not trying to indoctrinate her. Oh no, no, she's no. She's not trying to turn her Christian or anything, <laughs> which would be silly because my mom is not. Right, exactly. It would be- I'm going to stop right now because I, it, my mom's position is hers, and I, would yeah. I, I don't okay. know it. But, but you know, she's not. She's certainly not into indoctrinating anybody into Christianity. Sure. for sure. Right. Okay. Anyway, thanks, mom. Yeah. That thanks, was, Maura. That was cute. <laughs> so we do have one more email. I'm thinking. Uh, it ties more in with mm-hmm. um, a couple of our voicemails. Oh, okay. So let's let's listen to that to Sam's voicemail first. Oh, okay. And then we'll sure. uh, we'll we'll jump to to these three. All right, cool. Sam from Ohio.
5: Hey guys, uh, my name is Sam. I live in um, Ohio, and I love the podcast. It always makes me laugh. And I was just thinking, like, I just heard your podcast that you did about how that guy said that um, when you like when someone a woman gets raped, the child is the um, is the will of God. And so you shouldn't have abortions. Well, that just – it made me think, and I had this, like, little epiphany, and it just kind of blew my mind. Because it's like, what if in the Bible, you know, how, like, Mary got pregnant, but she was a virgin? What if that wasn't, like, you know, like, it's not that, you know, like, beautiful thing where, like, the angel comes down and, like, blesses,
3: you know, Mary
5: with, you know, Jesus, but she was still a virgin? It's like God raped Mary because you guys were – you know, speculating about how if, you know, uh it's God will if God's will that the woman gets raped, then it's God's will that, you know, the um the man's a rapist and that like might mean that God is a rapist. So I just <laughs> I just had this weird like mind blow where I'm just like, oh dear lord So anyway, yeah. Um love the podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, bye.
1: All right, Sam. <laughs> God is a rapist. Well, well, you know that actually fits wonderfully with Mormon theology about the because, like, I don't think I don't think mainline Christians really believe that God had sex with Mary.
0: No. Whereas, no. whereas Mormons, there's do. a reading of Mormon theology that is. Very clearly Yeah, that. yeah. I mean, I think that's a good way of putting it. There's a reading of it. It's yeah. that we they believe that God was the physical father of right. Jesus. Right. So that's it, it. It's gray area, I guess. I, yeah. yeah. But but it is interesting to note that in the Bible it doesn't say God went to Mary and said, "You cool with this?" <laughs> right. You know, the, the angel comes to her and says, hey, guess what's about to happen? Yeah. Well, in an era,
1: in a time, in a place where marriages were not of your own arranging. Sure. Right. Yeah, but. The, the, your parents probably picked out who you're getting together with. You never had that little. Well, like it wouldn't even occur <laughs> to the writers of, of the gospels <laughs> to, to be like, oh, Mary should have to like say yes right yeah 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 right like it just
0: well and and it's just and you know if you're going to give birth to god's child i think it's assumed that you have to say yes to god making an inquiry anyway i just think that that's <laughs> hilarious and it's not the other thing is it's not like rape isn't condoned all throughout the bible oh yeah the old testament yeah. It has is just just lousy with rape yeah that's okay yeah so there you go. God as a rapist. And he didn't ask. No. Yeah, so, it's true. So that's rude. Thanks, Sam. Thank you, Sam. All <laughs> <laughs> right. What's that email? Well, okay. So last uh, week, you remember we talked about the Mormon endowment temple ceremony. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and the fact that there's a video. And the fact that there's a video out there. And uh, so so we've had some responses to that. Uh, which is what we asked for. <laughs> so yeah, that's same. good. We, got him. we did get them. Um, and one of the guys uh, calls himself Korahor. And he, uh, <laughs> I think he's emailed us before. I think so too. And he, he said he wanted to relay this story. Hi, okay. Dan and Frank. Here's my take on the temple. While I, w- while I was a member of the Mo till I was 18, I left and essentially did not believe from the time I was about eight years old. However, I wanted to marry a good, question mark, a good, in parentheses, question mark, Mormon girl, (laughs) who needed a temple marriage to please her family. She also had her doubts about the church. So we used unholy powers, we used unholy powers to thwart the bishops' God-given discernment powers and BS'd our way in. Which, yeah, theoretically, bishops are supposed to have. There's Yeah, be able to tell if you're lying to them. You discern. Yeah it's a lot to put on the shoulders of some guy that just happened to be called some dude who anyway. So while we, we weren't necessarily non-members seeing it fresh, we might as well have been. I had no prep since everyone assumed I had grown up in the church and knew what was what my G's. This is a reference for the (laughs) uninitiated to garments, meaning the the underwear that Mormons wear. Uh, My G's were literally in the plastic. When I got, when I got to my poncho cubby, on the way to the whispery old man's side thigh action, <laughs> there's a, a lot to explain there.
1: Yeah, it's pretty packed in. <laughs> go, go ahead, Frank. You've done it. They're just talking about the washing anointing, where you you there's you're you're uh, you're wearing nothing under a poncho, right? You have a poncho on, but you're but you're naked. So imagine that amount of coverage. Um, and it all takes place like right next to the locker room. Like, uh-huh. It's usually just locker room adjacent. Um, actually I kind of remember it actually being a part of, a <laughs> but anyways, um, there, um, and yeah, there's uh, temple workers are usually older. Typically they are old people. And so that's the, and part of it there. It's a washing and anointing. So there's, there's, they, they get some oil on their finger and they touch you and say certain things at certain times. I can't remember what they, they touch say. you in various places, so like on your forehead. And then they touch you like, uh, I think they touch you across your chest. They kind mm. of swipe oil across your chest. Ooh, they go they, under they, the poncho they they reach to do it under the poncho. It's oh, they, they, they creepy. To, the, the, the side of your thigh, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, the outer side. Uh-huh. It's not terribly. It
0: used to be more invasive,
1: wasn't it? I don't know. You hear, things, you hear things. I don't, I don't know what, and, and men do it for men and women do it for women, which means that women are officiating as priestesses right. in the temple, Yeah, which is always a fun fact.
0: Anyway, so getting back to Korahor's letter, um, yeah, he got his poncho cubby on the way to the Whispery Old Man's side thigh action. <laughs> Nimrod, he proclaimed. I'm sure he didn't say it that way. <laughs> and once I realized that it was my new name and not him being a dick, I was like, oh, okay. Because it was one of Green Day's best albums. <laughs> Anyway, so my impression Nimrod.
1: Nimrod is one
0: of the names. Yes. That is amazing. <laughs> Nimrod. What? <laughs> Screw you, old dude. <gasps> oh, my name. Okay. Sorry, yeah. Moron <laughs> I. Moroni. <laughs> Moroni is a is an actual Mormon dude. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um dipshit. <laughs> Your new name is asshole <laughs> wait what all right go on to the next room <laughs> Just complete confusion. wait what, what? The- you have to say your name to the- and then you have to say your name to the to the guy at the veil and then you-, you lean in and you go asshole and they're like wait what let's <laughs> <laughs> keep passing it on Ugh. anyway uh corahor Nim- uh, gets to his uh his impression of it uh so my impression Weird, yeah, some creepy junk, but mostly just a boring rehash of church dipped in Freemason goo. Mm. the profound takeaway for me and shit's about to get real now was that uh, the overwhelming sense was the overwhelming sense of sadness and disappointment i felt yeah. I felt for my parents mm. and everyone I had grown up with for being so lame and stupid. <laughs> I thought all these I thought all these people were smart and with it yeah. I thought. Uh, Oh, yeah, I thought all these people were smart and with it. I mm-hmm. thought to myself, yeah, but I guess not if this is what they're going to do with their lives, so yeah. there you go I, that's sons. a
1: great perspective actually, because like i i I get that, yeah, I just have extreme sadness for my family,
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> because
1: my parents are the ones who got the whole ball rolling right they're the mm-hmm. they're the converts hmm. um, and so the, it's not like I come from a long line of Mormons, right, right, like I come from. A very
0: short line of Mormons. But even the families that like, are from a long line of Mormons, one of them had to do this first.
1: No, yeah. But you, but typically you're going to have tons of cousins and you're going to have this and you're going to have that. So I just look at my like immediate family and I'm just like, oh my God. And so I, f- I feel really like they're just this anomaly.
0: Yeah. Well, I got news for you, Frank. And whatnot. But, but I better have They also feel sad to...
1: for you. Yeah, but
0: that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's interesting because... Uh, yeah, that is one of the responses. I know a lot of very intelligent, very loving, very interesting people who go through this whole process and yeah. and it works for them. And that's confusing to me. I don't mm-hmm. know that I find it like any sadder than people in other religions, but it's confusing for for sure. Anyway, yeah, we've yeah, got some voicemail. Right. We got also have some voicemail responses. Why don't wow, we get to those? Is, yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on. Okay. Uh, this Way is, to interact, um, everybody. Good this is uh, Josiah.
4: Hi, uh, my name is Josiah. I'm 17, and I'm from Toronto, Canada. Uh, I just finished watching uh, the Mormon endowment ceremony thing that you guys were talking about in the last episode, or last podcast, and um, um, it, it really wasn't as weird as I thought it was going to be. Um, I come from a Catholic background, um, and I have to say, like, watching that just kind of gave me that same feeling that I, w- I would get now when I walk into a church. It's just kind of not weird, but religious-y, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, that's kind of just all I wanted to say. Thanks for letting me call in, I guess. I don't know. But uh, the numbers really hard to find, by the way. Put it on, put it on the Facebook page. Peace
0: desire yeah uh so
1: not as weird as he thought it was going to be
0: and I wondered about that I mean we you and I were were, were commenting about the that possibility coming yeah. through that maybe maybe it's only as weird I I don't know it, it ties well, in I, with the next one why don't we play the next one then we'll respond to both of them. to both of them oh but I will say this uh right now on the Facebook page mm-hmm. uh you can find our number hopefully
1: yeah oh okay good and uh all right yeah here we go This is uh, David.
4: Hi, Dan. This is David from Birmingham, and uh, I wanted to comment about the uh, Mormon video uh, from the perspective of a former Christian. I just wanted to let you know that there is nothing in that video that is particularly weird, uh, as it were, uh, because mainstream Christianity is absolutely weird. Uh, You've got uh, examples on your own site. The Power of Prayer, lunatic edition. You can turn that on any television on any Sunday morning. It's mainstream. It's lunacy. Uh, You you walk into any Christian church and you see an occult fetish with blood. Uh, You see a a cannibalistic like ritual of eating the flesh and drinking the blood uh, of the the Christian God. Uh, And what did I take it? Uh, literally or figuratively, that's, that's pretty darn weird. Uh, you are baptized, uh, to come in contact with the blood of Christ. Uh, any Sunday you can hear a song, Are You Washed in the Blood? and things like that. Uh, it's all very weird. The difference is that it, it's mainstream in the Mormon stuff is a secret, but, you know, you can't say that one is more lunatic, more lunacy than the other uh at any rate that's a perspective
0: i'm not sure you've gotten before love your show well we were talking about that before weren't we Uh i mean i think that that's a that's a great comment yeah the the whole yeah the whole notion that it's any weirder than anything else i mean it's it's, a great point it's kept secret and that's kind of that's that's kind of might be be interesting to see what they do
1: i mean I, i i don't know like i guess it's such a in my mind, the whole the whole temple thing, and it, it's interesting to hear that perspective because as a as an ex Mormon, it's like
5: that thing's so fucked up,
1: right? Like, it's just <laughs> right, like yeah. it's, it's and and having gone through it, and then the creep out factor of having gone through it. I, I, for me, it was just like, but but maybe more than anything, it was the the, the fact that I know. The, I experienced the indoctrination and the, mm. um, the, um, whatever level of, of, uh, brainwashing, whatever techniques, and the couple of them that are in there. And it, it just has this oh, creep out because it right. took, it was so hard to get out of. And so it was my, so personally, from my perspective, it's, it's, it's just horrifying.
0: And in fairness, but, I don't, I guess think
1: anyone who got themselves out of whatever faith is probably going to have a little bit of a uh, kind of a, a little, little, little pea shiver whenever they <laughs> <laughs> think about certain aspects of their faith that they sure. once were per- a participant of.
0: By the same token, though, I have, you're like, I have to say, there is no Catholic equivalent to this. No. To the, to the temple ceremony. And again, you can go to thankgodimatheist.com. I've posted two videos one yeah. one is of what's called the it's a live session one is a, yeah there's a live session these the live sessions only happen in the Salt Lake Temple and the Manti Utah Temple yeah um and what they mean by live session is that there's a part that's about it's like a little story about about Adam and Eve and, and about uh God and mm-hmm. and Jesus creating the uh the universe mm-hmm. and by the way you may be confused because God is called Elohim mhm or Elohim, they say him, not him, mm-hmm. uh, and Jesus is called Jehovah. Yeah, and then there's another guy named Michael, who's archang, who's I guess the archangel Michael, but I then he in- kind of guess, so, and well, then he, he, they turn him into Adam. Yeah, he's yeah. It's a very confusing story, um, but <laughs> in the live session, these these roles are played by old temple workers, temple workers, and in in the other most one, temple workers are old. yeah yeah and in the other one in the other video which is a little easier to hear um, yeah you can see just the movie that they've produced and
1: to be honest i found myself just kind of zoning out watching it like i would watching any boring movie yeah right like i I just kind of was like and it really i mean to to be honest i guess if you watch that it it really, there really isn't anything all that strange in it because it's just a video presentation
0: right the video is itself is not a thing here's what here's what the temple ceremony does that's not unlike the bible in this respect it, mm. when you're reading the bible and i found this because i went back to read the bible be, and i wanted to read it with new eyes i wanted mm. to read it at, after i've sort as of as an atheist yes uh, after i've shed all of the 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 trappings of religion i wanted to just sort of see what was in it and the thing is it's a There's a lot of really boring stuff in the Bible. Just begat after begat after begat. I don't care who the father of blah was and, you know, he's the son of this and he's the son of that and blah, blah, blah. But you got to be careful because you'll, you'll zone out. You'll stop like paying attention to what you're reading. And then right in the middle there, It'll be like begat, and he begat this, and he begat that, and they were of the people who murdered X, four million people, and you know some huge thing will be two verses in the middle of a bunch of begats, mm. and then they will go back to other begats. That's some
1: good juicy stuff, you're saying, right? Yeah.
0: And the temple ceremony does the same thing, where there's like boring, 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 and blah 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 blah, and then suddenly they're doing secret handshakes. <laughs> you're like, wait, what? There are secret handshakes to get into heaven. But it's like boring, 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 and the sign of the toe, and it's the sure sign of the nail, and suddenly people are like touching each other in this weird way, and it's and you have to learn that, and then you get to the veil. That's how you get into heaven. By the way, if you guys stopped watching the video, I totally understand. But if you, but do not miss towards the end, the The veil. veil. Yeah, it's right towards the end. You'll see a curtain. And a hand will emerge from the don't, curtain. Don't don't gesture like that, Dan. A hand—it hand,
1: just creeps me out. It just comes <laughs> right <up. laughs> out. Anyways, so, anyway, so, you can't but, but, miss that but, part. Okay, so we thank you for your responses, mm. and it, it it really does give me something to think about. Right. Um, and it, uh,
0: it kind of gave us both pause.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wasn't so what, expecting that.
0: Yeah. Well, so what, where where are we going with this, Frank?
1: Well, where we're going is. I kind of, it made me wonder, are we some form of, sort of, for lack of a better way of saying it, you know, some analog to the angry atheists where we're angry ex-Mormons? It's a good question. You know, are we? Are we? Are we? I don't think we're on. Unf- I mean, I don't know. We, we, we're not angry people. No. And so. We're generally happy. People. But then to be honest, I don't think that. The, the term angry atheist is actually being applied to a lot of people who are actually walking around angry all the time. Right, right. Right. That would be an unfair,
0: you know, right. assumption.
1: About they're angry people.
0: about certain subjects. They're
1: angry about certain subjects or they're, they speak, um, sort of forcefully about right. certain subjects. But anyways, you know, like I, we, 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 uh, we, we kind of take the Mormons to task and to be honest, I favor, and this is, I'm going to admit to something here. Mm. When we talk about Mormon doctrine, I totally favor, and I know that I do this, the Spacey Doctrine, mm. the stuff that they don't in the mainline church actually talk about. That's true, they don't. I, I always refer back to like, well, what did Brigham Young have to say about this? And right. what's the, what's the, what's, what did they believe as a, as a faith 100 and to 150 years ago? And and as being like the real
4: Mormonism, right?
1: right. <laughs> oh, this is what it's all based on, and I know that
0: I do that, and that's probably that's extremely unfair. Well, okay. I here's the thing. At least on the show, you and I, mm-hmm. we we're speaking not just to ex Mormons. We're speaking yeah, most of most of you out there listening to us probably aren't Mormon. A bunch of you are, mm-hmm. but we. You know, we just came through the Mormon moment. Yeah, we've been hitting. We've been we've been trying to sort of, you know, just get some Mormon stuff out there. Yeah, because we have that background. Right. I guess I think you know we had to go for the interesting parts of Mormonism. Yeah, when, but is as that we're- fair? I mean, interesting isn't necessarily fully one hundred percent honest. Okay. Here's here's where I fall on that. I don't think that we've ever tried to portray Mormonism as being a bunch of people who go and talk about Kolob and other planets, and blood and oaths, and, and blood and oaths and all that stuff. And, but but what is, what is that it? part is there. Yeah, we're not talking about a part of Mormonism that we're making up.
1: No, that's true. We're,
0: we're it's still there. It's still present. Well, and, and, and you know, and when to be
1: honest, any kind of um, you know, because obviously there's the fundamentalist church, and they do their their, yeah. their own thing, right? And it's there, a, that's there a is, different. There religion. is a faction, though, within mainline Mormonism. Uh, there there are people who are going to regular Mormon wards who who study the old doctrine. Mm. You know, yeah. And who 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 believe it? I mean, you know, you read. Um, again, it's some people who got themselves into trouble, but um, um under the banner of heaven. Sure you know these were people who were going to mormon church and then all of a sudden started really getting into the 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 stuff that the church has not completely disavowed Indeed. And I, I mean i guess that's why i would that's why i bring it up all the time is is that the church has never has never been clear as to what its doctrine really is on some of these things right you know yeah
0: the church i, officially. I mean officially there there is some trouble out there they're in some trouble on a on a few topics because they made such unequivocal statements at some point, or it's in the book of Mormon.
1: Yeah. I guess that's what I like to, that's what I'm trying to, to, to nail them down on, I guess is, is that they, they had a prophet at a certain point, you know, whenever it was in the history of of the church who, and that's exactly what it is. He said that it was this way. Unequivocally. Unequivocally. Yep. And then, they get all equivocal.
2: Yeah.
1: About it. They do. They equivocate. <laughs> I think so. I, I mean, I guess that's what kind of pisses me off. And it, you see, I'm past being pissed off
0: about it. I, don't, I guess pissed off is probably the wrong word. And I like, guess, but here's the thing I went through pissed off.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I had that, mo- you know, in my process. Mm hmm. I went through pissed off. And yeah. I think Mormons go through it more than the people more than most people who, who get, out, get themselves out of a religion.
1: Depends on the religion.
0: It does depend on the religion, but because if you're Anglican, probably not that big of a deal. No. And and you know, most Anglicans you think about how think about I don't know about you and your situation, but I know that when I resigned from the church officially, when mm-hmm. I finally gave them my letter, mm-hmm. it felt like a big deal and it felt like a big deal it felt like something that i i mean i i avoided it but but i'll talk about cuz i'm not as good an example but i know i have friends for whom it was heartrending mm. to turn in a letter resigning from the church when i finally did it I, I um i it it really
1: i had passed the point of caring whether or not they had my name mm. on any piece of paper yeah that's kind of where like, i was like too. i was just like I don't. I don't care. But then the whole Prop Eight thing came out, and I was like, you know what? I cannot. Be associated. I absolutely cannot have my name over there. And that's exactly where I was at. And so, and so for me, it was just like
0: it was finally just getting the paperwork done. Yeah, that said, I was no longer Mormon. But I think he, so. Here is the deal. I think for most people, and I talked to a friend about this just last night, mm-hmm. um, who who was raised Catholic, and he said, you know, it it wouldn't even occur to most. Catholics to write that letter oh, to get their name yeah. out. It just, it doesn't, wouldn't even occur to them. They just stop going and they, you know, either they say they're Catholic or they don't anymore.
1: Yeah. There is something about Mormonism that you feel like you have to resign from it.
0: Yeah. It's so intense. Mormonism is really intense as well, a religion.
1: It's your, int- everything about your life should be Mormon.
0: Yeah. Which, right? which I actually have to say, I kind of respect. Yeah. Because if you're going to believe in a theology, mm mm-hmm you need to believe it all the way. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if you believe that, that X will get you one eternal uh, fate and Y will get you a totally different eternal fate Mm -hmm. and eternity is literally at stake. Yeah. And there is a God that you have to please, like all of these things to me say, holy shit, take that shit seriously. Oh, yeah, if you believe that, it should be everything to you. Yeah. Well, it turns out that it is. They only Mormons, socialize with
1: Mormons for Mormons the most Mormons are
0: really good at that. They, Other um, religions, I just look at them and I wonder, well, what, what does this mean to you? Yeah. Because Mormons are so intense about it. Right. So there you go. I don't it, know. I mean, I, like I say, it's just, I think, I think Mormons, you know, last night I went to a play by a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote it. And it, you know, it, there were a lot of things that I thought were really good about it it was it was taken from actual it, it was a, it was what what's called a documentary play in that he took uh verbatim interviews and the actors represented these people these actual hmm. people these were real the words of real people that okay. he that he sort of arranged and he chopped sure. up to 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 create a narrative okay um but what i sensed most from him was something that I don't feel we I feel like we've moved well past now. Okay. But he's still processing and that is this sort of sense of like holy shit, I was a part of something crazy. <laughs> and I was a part of something and I believed it so deeply because part of the part of his play are his own diary entries from his mission. Oh wow. And they are that he is on board. Wow. He is as Mormon as, and if you meet this guy You will be shocked that he ever wrote the phrase, holy cow, in earnest in a diary, which he did multiple times. But like, it, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, to me, to me, one of the one of the problems with the play, it's not really, you know, problematic play. But one of the one of the things that I that that, that kind of didn't strike me was that he hasn't we've heard the stories all before hmm. what he was exploring. He was exploring, you know, Mormons and gays and he was exploring a lot of stuff. It, it just, it just, but what he was really exploring was his own. What? I mean, how do you feel when you were that, when you believed that deeply in something that crazy mm-hmm. and then you finally come step, take a step back and you're like, Holy shit, what was I doing? Yeah. And I think we had to go through that. Yeah. I think, I don't think th- I don't think that's where you and I are no, on the no, show. No, 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 I feel no, like that's no. not what we're doing here. No. So I no, think
1: I uh, the any any sort of like real pain is gone. Yeah. Oh me. yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I
0: like, mean, right now, you know, when there's injustice, like with yeah. Prop Eight. Yeah. Yeah. It especially it grabs your attention. Especially when it's when they're not, you know, when they're picking on one of their own, like yeah. when when my mother's colleagues uh who in church history we're starting to be mm-hmm. uh excommunicated all oh, right um for just for doing good history mm-hmm. that's a problem, but it's nowhere near as big a problem as because that 's within their own ranks yeah but when they start stepping out of their ranks and start like trying to push people to you know trying to trying to push votes in california yeah that's yeah. a huge that 's a society level problem yeah. And we need to talk about that. And so, hmm. but but otherwise, when they're just doing their thing here in
1: Salt Lake, and they're not really, you know, getting in the way. In fact, instead investing like two billion dollars in downtown, yeah. That I have no. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. You know, and I and I applaud them for their for their efforts to you know, you know, redevelop our, our city. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I don't have to go along with anything or think that they're all that great and i can call them out on when i need to call them out but i can also acknowledge when they're doing good stuff they do humanitarian humanitarian work they're usually first on the scene with well not first on the scene but they're there immediately i mean in haiti they did i mean they're huge amounts of food was shipped down there and i mean they, they do tons and tons and tons of work like that And so you know great they're doing it yeah awesome I did,
0: yeah, so and, I mean I that's guess, where I'm
1: at, and i I remember there was a point in my getting out of it that I would have had a very hard time mm. sort of acknowledging any of the good
0: you know what would be and, fun and and
1: I, and I would have always seen the 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 good under the guise of of or through the through my lens, right, and it would yeah. have been tainted
0: and would have been but if there's good, there's good. I here's here's a fun little suggestion for all of you uh especially you're not you non-mormons out there that want that want to explore the passionate feelings that ex-mormons can go through <laughs> seriously go to like an ex-mormon forum online and just see the crazy that comes out when you when you extract yourself from mormonism yeah cuz there are people like man but that I'm p- sure that there are many many many
1: people of other of of other faiths that experience Something similar. Mm. I, I just think Mormons, it's just a little bit more intense. Well, here's the deal. We're kind of laying that on heavy. And yeah. if we were to ask, you know, our listeners a question, hmm. you know, maybe something for, you know, send us a voicemail or email us or whatever. What, if you belong to a church, what was it like getting out of it?
0: Yeah. What was your, unless you were great unless you were
1: raised question. atheist,
0: you, you had some sort of experience with religion. Right. And some of you were raised atheist, but I'm I and suspect that if you were raised atheist, this topic is less interesting to you. <laughs> it's quite possible. So so I'm guessing that most of our listeners were raised in a in a religion. Yeah. So talk to us those you non-mormons out there, tell us what your experience was getting out of the getting out of your church. Yeah. And uh, and Mormons, go ahead and relay your experience too. With, if it yeah, if it actually, differs from ours, great. Yeah. I, we want to hear about yeah, it.
1: we might be the two crazy ones who are like,
0: <laughs> it's so awful <laughs> You
1: know, if it was just like walking out and being
0: like, eh. yeah. You know, fuck it. Uh, I guess I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah, which I highly doubt, but 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 let us know. But it
1: might be might be
0: the case. Let us know. We yeah. we, we long to hear from you. We long for it. Oh. <laughs> oh. But the, way, the ways that you get in touch with us, you can you can email us uh, at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at
1: 424-666-8442. And then, of course, there is the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, which we do a lot less of sort of like reading on the podcast. So, I mean, that's more just like a forum to go and, and uh, interact. Right. And, um, if you want to send us stuff it's a great way to
0: do that you can you also know. but you can message us- mm-hmm. um, and that that way it's not as public so yeah just make it clear that this is a response to something we said on the on the thing and we'll', we'll, we'll oh sure we maybe, can. we can we can treat it as an email or whatever yeah. and you can find that at
1: facebook.com TGI atheist yep all right well thanks for listening guys yeah
0: we're so glad you came <laughs> have a good week bye guys